Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 9, Episode 10, Hidden Pyramids. I do like Romani Indians. He gives good hand gestures. See, see. Prego. 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 I was going to say, Prego away, voice modulator. And so it be. And so welcome to Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon, actually. Yes. Where we're uh, streaming live on twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens right now. Didn't post about it. A little secret we episode. We did not. We're, uh, we're banking some episodes because uh, starting this Thursday in five days, we'll be on a very long flight to Istanbul. Yes. Only for a two hour Watch stopover. those spinning dancers oh, yes. from the airport. The whirling dervish. Yes. Uh, and uh, and then heading to Munich for our Germany, Prague, Austria trip. All sponsored by beer there, drunk. <laughs> We're shutting down the Patreon yeah. after this trip. We, You guys yeah. paid for what we needed you to exactly. pay for, and yeah. now the illusion's over. A third of and one of the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. So we got uh, we got nice uh, business, international business oh, class. I haven't forgot. Neither is my uh, visa. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, international business, which is pretty equivalent to like first class uh, domestic. But I forgot that that buys us into the club as well. So we're oh, going to yeah. be on what? the United Club or whatever. Or sorry, the, the Turkish Airlines yeah. Club. Because so. I figured, because we were talking about leaving yes. early just to get up there, get over. Well, I think they'll be, they just call them delights. Yes, <laughs> they just call them Turkish. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything's delightful. <laughs> um, yeah, I figured since. A yeah. classic Turkish accent. Yes. <laughs> you know. Things. I was born in fucking Istanbul. Gobble, gobble. Someone we work with, <laughs> and I will tell you, uh-huh. he says, and stuff a lot. Oh, yes. Went with his family. Do you know what I mean? No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. And stuff. So he says to oh, the guy and stuff. yes, yeah, yeah. Walked around yes. there went in Turkey going, oh, go, 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 go. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Classic. Oh, wow. Americans. <laughs> um, but yeah, he really is one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. <laughs> a cartoon of one. Yeah, great. Yeah. Perfect man. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. <clears throat> what was I gonna say? Yeah, because I figured, yeah, if we get there early, get through all the bullshit, mm-hmm. and then can just loaf in oh, whatever yeah. lounge yep. we're in. Yep. Soak up some of that free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the vids. Better not be five G, or we're gonna get cancer, guys. So I don't know if you and Harris are on this game plan, uh-huh. but because I've only been formulating it in my head. Yeah. Uh, I think. I'm going to try and sleep for only three hours mm. on the plane so that when we land, I'm quote unquote on Munich time. Yeah, yeah. At five, because I was doing all the math. The so classic like, quote. <laughs> yes. So if Are I. Are you pregnant? I mean, well, on Munich time. time. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did she have consent? Well, oh, you know, I mean, on, on Munich, Munich time. time. Yeah. yeah. Is that uh, child yours? <laughs> I mean, well, on Munich time, yeah. 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 They want it. <laughs> um,. I was. You're only gonna sleep do, three hours doing the math. So yeah. I'm like, if if we're on the flight, yeah. Somehow I need to figure it out. But roughly three hours of sleep, and then wake up at like eight or nine a.m. Uh, Munich time, <laughs> <laughs> and then be up so that yeah. way when we land around five, right. or maybe take a nap at some point during yeah, that. Yeah. 
when we land around five, then it helps just also what well, one helps so we can land, check in mm-hmm. and then go rage it up a little bit. Yeah. Like Vegas, because I'm sure we're yeah. going to be juiced up anyways. <clears throat> but um, obviously not as big a difference. But when I went to Florida, mm-hmm. I took the red eye, didn't really sleep. Yeah. Landed, went straight, not gay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whole way until like I went straight through the mail world for once. <laughs> it was quite nice. Uh, <clears throat> landed, went and played in a magic tournament, uh-huh. and then was up till 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Passed out, yeah. and then woke up at 8 a.m. Yeah, and I was like totally normal, totally fine, no yeah, lag. Because yeah. there was times I remember I went to Greensboro. And kind of slept, kind of went to bed early. Mm-hmm. Then I drank a lot, thinking that would just help me pass out. And then I just slept like shit. You don't get restful sleep. And then yeah. I had a meeting at seven thirty a.m. Yeah, or I had to be on a bus to go to a meeting for a seven seven thirty a.m. Greensboro time, which Ugh. is four in the morning. Yeah, and I just that that Ugh. one I was literally fighting falling asleep during the fucking yeah. meeting. That's the fucking worst. But yeah, um, so I'm just trying to figure out you know there back. No, again. I think you have I think you have a fine plan. Being your first time, it's gonna. I mean, it all depends. That extreme. It all depends. Like the yeah. seats should like recline all the way, which will be yeah, nice. Yeah. So you have like a nice little cozy. We're not in like pods or anything, but it's right. not far off. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it looked like there's some sort of partition or you, something. Yeah, they have it like when you're sitting up, you have a little partition thing and you have a little tiny footrest. That tiny footrest turns into the end of your basically recliner seat. Right. And you slide it. It kind of meets in the middle, and mm-hmm. then you could lay all the way down. And then I can stick my meats in the middle. Oh yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, um, so it'll be easy-ish to sleep. However, mm-hmm. you and I, you're taller than me, but yeah. we're both fairly tall men. Yeah. Um, and like, if you can sleep like perfectly on your back and kind of mummy-ish, like sarcophagi-like, mm-hmm. you'll probably be pretty good. Yeah. It's tough for me. I kind of, I'm like a side sleeper and like yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Well, and like, I just get, it, it's, it's again, a thousand times better on a, this kind of fucking seat because you're not right. touching the other person. If the other person happens to be my wife, then it's great. I was going to say, then, you're next to your wife, so at least if you do side-slop side it. But there's going to be uh, a partition between you and the next person, too. And you can't too. fold that partition up into one super partition? No, no, no. So, like, the no, it's going to be, like, a drink holder and some other right. stuff next to you, like a nightstand, which right, is really right. nice because you have a foot or two between you and the other person. Yeah. Um. So, again, still, it is glorious compared to a fucking coach seat Right. right for, right. A, tr- for a 17-hour flight, so... Um, you might fall asleep anyway, but mm-hmm. I I usually would only take as much as a few hour nap regardless because we're right. leaving in the afternoon, and so well we leave in the evening. I know, but I'm but saying yeah, like yeah. we're kind of just hanging out most of the day, right, right, so right, it's not right, like right. we have been up for super late. We're gonna be right, right. totally tired. So, um, so yeah, take you towards the end of the flight, especially middle to end. If you take that nap, you'll probably be fine. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you there's still gonna be. You get it. It's just a circadian rhythm thing. When it's fucking right, right. like totally night or day, when you yeah. were expecting it to be, your body's expecting you otherwise. Because now you're in a plane. Some of the planes have like this UV protection glass that like kind of right, turns right. on, a filter turns on, or they just pull down all the shades. Yeah, yeah. And they have the night lights on because there's kind of a general sleeping time for everyone. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, you'll just have to see. Just like your day yeah. coming back, you'll see that you were we wrong the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> and you're going to be tired as fuck. Dumankin says, nice to catch you guys. Mm. Looking fit. Working out. Oh. Because <laughs> your shirt sh- says muscle. Oh. Well, it doesn't <laughs> no, show I'm, I'm kidding. Thing. I'm yeah. being a smartass. Ultimate yeah, yeah. muscle, which yes. was the classic 80s Kinnikuman. Yes. Uh, little fleshy figures. Yeah, cool. You're doing a show. I usually can't catch you guys on Mondays. Yeah, we yes. are doing a little backlog. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we're uh, do one today. We're banking one some Monday. episodes because we're going to be gone for, what, two or three months mo- or two Mondays, I think. So we want to make sure we don't. 
that's, well, that's we come back on a Monday, so, but it's and like we're not, not going to want to record no. that day. Um, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we never want to miss uh, an episode of content. One yeah. of the episodes that Monday night will probably be a pa- another Patreon peak or something mm-hmm. like that. So um, because we just don't have the time between now and right. Wednesday to record a bunch of stuff. So um, yeah, we did a we did a Patreon episode this morning. Patreon.com slash probing each aliens. <laughs> Where we had a review kind of discussion of um, identified or sorry right. unidentified Unid- yeah. the, the Tom DeLonge show on I think it's on History or A and E right and it's all about his whole his whole place yeah. yes oh yes the long hole and how he I'm in it know for the long the DeLonge hole yeah um, but uh, yeah it it premiered <laughs> while we were at Contact in the Desert um, and uh, it's it's all. It's kind of the forefront of the pop culture disclosure kind of thing. Right, so, right, right. Um, it makes me wonder if that Area 51 thing was inspired by the un- unidentified show, or at least maybe it was like I the feel last. I like it was. The, cam- the, the camel that broke the straw. Or that, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like someone threw it out there as a joke in like in like February or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah. They might but, be giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could be. It's been. <laughs> um, Thank you to Patreon, you guys, after oh, those yep. Contact in the Desert videos. Yeah. Oh, yes. Good. Yes, our commentary videos on uh, An Evening with Giorgio. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then two, uh, two David Wilcockers um, where there were many <laughs> big drips old of disgust. You're going to get a couple clocks when we're over there, too, right? Those cuckoo, big old cuckoo, cuckoo Germans. Cuckoo. Yeah. Yes. Go cuckoo um, for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. That's what I'm going to be saying the whole time. <laughs> You're going to bring, bring a little miniature box of Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. From the club because they yep. have those cereals usually. Right. I don't know if it's Turkish. I don't fucking know. Um, but uh, and then you can go. Every photo can just be next to a cuckoo clock. Yeah. And then got those cocoa puffs. There. I'm hey. I'm not cuckoo for clock. I'm cuckoo yes. for puffs, baby. You could do the four, number four on your fingers like yeah. that, or yeah. a pee. <laughs> what is cuckoo pee cocoa yeah. puffs? Pee uh, pee cuckoo. Cuckoo pee cereal. Yeah. Cocoa pee pee. Caca pee pee. Popo shisho. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, we're we're pretty good. We're gonna skip over a lot of our usual bullshitting, ranting, and and ranting. Our ranting. usual uh, creaming, creaming. Yes, I'm gonna cream these guys. Yeah, because uh, we're on a bit of a. It's my mommy's birthday, and I have to leave in like an hour or so. So I uh, want to make sure we get through everything. Um, ooh, Danny Giles. Yes, started following us on Instagram. Whoever that is, I just saw that. Well, uh, hey, Danny Giles. It's going to be our Reaching for the Stars this episode. So Danny Giles oh, there we go. is a little prober or probe. I was going to say, I thought that sounded <laughs> familiar. but Danny, I think, I don't know if that's a girl's name or a guy's name or what. Is Danny Giles Dumakin? I don't know. Uh, probably not. But we got we'll to ask Tom DeLong to help us him. out. Uh, but, um, uh, oh, Reaching for the Stars. <laughs> Jesus yes. Christ. Uh, is a segment where we ask you little probers and probets out there to give us a five-star review. Or as Danny Giles did, recommend us on Facebook. Um, and uh, review us in the comments of that rating or recommendation, as Danny Giles did. See. And we will give you a shout-out and read it on the air in this segment, like I'm about to do right fucking now. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, wait. That's a message. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm It's lunch. in the comments section. That's fucking, so this app is fucking weird now. So now all the recommendations wait, what are, are, con- are considered, the page manager's oh, app, oh. are considered comments. Oh, weird. It's very odd. Um, but uh, yeah, Danny Giles says, "You have a Nista. I wonder what you post." 
Hmm. It's pro well probing ancient aliens on Instagram. Yes, exactly. Um, and yeah, well, uh, that's where Steve always posts an Instagram story. Except for today on our normal yeah. Monday recording night. Yeah, that's where he lets everyone know we're about to start recording right, on right. Twitch.tv/slash probing ancient aliens. Danny Giles says, "If you like ancient aliens, even just as a way to get some laughs, this show is for you. Just watch out for the dry humor, and if quote toilet humor offends you, then fuck off." <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Danny gets it. Uh, thank you, Danny Giles. But uh, very much. We gotta. We gotta. If you look at uh, pretty soon at our Apple Podcast reviews, there's a pretty funny another disgruntled employee uh, mm-hmm. hoping that this show. Yeah, the one stars are disgruntled yeah. employee. Hoping that the show where the logo is two aliens with anal probes in their hands and a third nipple in the center and is under the comedy section of Apple Podcasts was disappointed at what the show could have been. Exactly. <laughs> Because um, we're just a couple of dumb hosts. Oh, dry humor. I always thought it was moist. Oh. So Dumakin. <laughs> ah, Dumakin gets it. Gets the wet spot. Um, and then uh, we're going to do a quick, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm going to call it for today, a Patreon prolapse where we where we just explode and gush. I don't know. We can come up with a different name. But right now, Patreon prolapse, we're going to read off the names of our beloved patrons. Yes. Uh, who we, we want to thank very much for supporting our podcast. The pink sockers out there. Yes, <laughs> Pink soccer moms. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one, actually. Uh, yeah, the Patreon pink soccer moms. There we go. <laughs> the Patreon. Oh, I thought it was going to be PSP. The pink. The pink Rians. The, the P- <laughs> Ooh, I love that new pink Rihanna song. Stick it, my pinker. Uh, <laughs> uh, instead of stinker. <laughs> Put your pinky in my stinker. Exactly. Like my pinker. Yeah. Give me a pinker. Exactly. Um, yeah, I want to thank Alan. Anthony Doyle, Ash and Angel, Bo Bandy, Charlie, Dagan Stoge, Dusty Tweet Hope, Justin Shores, Kevin Morrow. More like today, oh, huh? Uh, we Kevin, don't want any less so. Yeah. Kevin O'Leary, Michael Shuck, Petri Liuhuto. I think he, that's our Portugal friend, Portuguese sure. friend. Um, Robert Darcy. Again, if you guys know where Bobby Darcy is. He hasn't contacted us, but no. he's still been paying us on his card. There so we go. We hope he's still alive. We'll take it. And the Sarah, check's been clearing. And Sarah GM. Harris. And uh, special shout out to Sarah GM and Dagan Stoge and Bo Bandy as our galactic daddies. Twenty-five dollar a month or more tier. That's insane. Thank you. And much. our title sponsor of the show, Night Beacon. Night Beacon, which yes. you sort of read, but Michael, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's his Patreon name. It's public. Okay. Um, no, his Patreon name is Night Beacon. Yeah, he doesn't work with us anymore. <laughs> no more conflict of interest with Night Beacons in our job. Yeah. Um, we work at Blow Industries. Yeah. <laughs> he quit his job. Or we fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, all we do is just fuck. Yeah. We don't even film it. It's not even a porn hub. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not even a porn hub. Oh, I got a porn hub. Yeah. It's my yeah. porn hubby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're in a dry docking. Mm-hmm. Now. Just like your guys's, uh, you and, and Matt, your roommate. Oh, you're talking to me. Just like your lawns might have hidden structures under the endless, yeah. endless weeks, the matrix-like fields yes. of weeds and random wildflowers and tomatoes. I'm just going all piss. natural California style, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got a, a hippie armpit uh, lawn yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just like there might be... Little pyramid, little mounds under there. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm, I've seen some old mounds wrappers yeah, up there. Yeah. <laughs> I did buy a lot of candy. Yeah. Um, I mean, once in a while, you know that it was an almond joy because there's just an almond that was unfinished, and mm-hmm. the chocolate has obvi- is obviously going to decompose first yeah. compared to the almond. So, totes. Totes. Uh, that's how I know there's not only mounds, but almond joys buried yeah, under there. Yeah. There's hidden pyramids. 
in the world, and that's what this episode's about. Uh, this episode is a, a a decent amount of rehash, but there are some some bright spots. Uh, you know what are the bright spots in this? Um, some bright spots in this episode. Rami Romani is on a decent amount, um, and uh, the return of well, not the, it's not a triumphant return, but it's like, it's just more. Shockwave. Robert Shock's on here a little bit. I can't tell if it's old footage or new footage. Yeah. Because there is some straight up, like, they at least do a good job of hiding it this episode. Like, they Mm -hmm. don't bring on Coppins. They don't bring on, like, any, any, you know, season one Sucalos or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, SOT. Uh, It should be SOS, but season one (laughs) Sucalos. But there's a T in there. Save our Sucs. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But uh, uh, they at least are using people's time and paying them to say the same thing from literally right. nine seasons ago in some cases like right, this. Right, right, Especially right. as we get to the Yoniguni pyramid, the underwater pyramid in mm-hmm. pyramid Japan. Oh, I'm having an underwater period. Oh, yeah. Watch out for sharks, It's going to bleed. <laughs> uh, but uh, they talked about that, I believe, in Underwater Worlds. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the earlier Graham Hancock appearances as well. This episode ultimately should have been a Graham Hancock-heavy episode. Exactly. But I think that he keeps Ancient Aliens... Show. Yeah. At arm's length. Yeah, because um, he doesn't, even at contact and stuff, he wasn't talking aliens ever. It's mm-hmm. always precursor race, precursor something. So, like, exactly. to tie himself too much to a show that has aliens in the title, right. then he, because he's already, like, considered a pseudoscientist and this yes. and that, and even goes, even though he's like, I'm a journalist, I'm right. a this and that. Uh, so, I think he tries to distance distance himself from this show he's controlling his perception because i think season one and two which i believe are the only clips they still ever use are the same there's two backgrounds that graham's on one is like well lit looks like it's like in his apartment or some Mm -hmm. fucking Mm -hmm. waiting room at a dentist's office or something where all the best uh television interviews (laughs) documentary interviews are done very quiet there yeah the kids just respectful at least shut the fuck up. They got those highlights magazines. Yeah. That weird metal thing with the wood that like makes a whole little uh, roller coaster with the little mm-hmm. bits that go around, colored. Exactly, or the magnetic trains there, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, the kids are quiet. I don't know why they don't just choose to not do it in dentist office where there aren't any kids. Yeah. But at least they're making the smart choice when they they're do. respectful. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and then there's one where he's in a very ancient alien style background, like a darkly. Kind of maroon or blue lit tone. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They have. We never really talked about that. It's always like sunset into night lighting. It's always a reddish blue or purplish light, and then a blue kind of lighting mixed with golden hour. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, But uh, Dumikin said he was riding next to the pyramids in Bosnia and Serbia Mm. or in August. Yeah, Osmanagic is another bright spot. He will be coming in, although he doesn't. It's all old footage, yes. you know. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, and they finally at least don't mention, for some reason he's always on the episodes where they men- mention the Terracotta Warriors as right, well. Right, right, right. Um, but, uh, but, I mean, ultimately they've had, they've had this episode multiple times. There's been, right, right. I think, four named episodes with pyramids, if not five. Yeah. And then lots of pyramid shit in a, a myriad of other episodes. Um, technically you in can say- a pyramid of other episodes. <laughs> Myriad of pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you can say in in myriad other episodes or in in a myriad of. It's, right. It can be a noun or an adjective. It's okay. very weird. Okay. Um, I've had myriad children in my cage in the back of my car. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. The, Wilcock takes Graham Hancock's place, so it, it is a cock-for-cock cock switch. Yeah. Um, an old cock switcheroo. A coxman. Yeah. Hmm. Um, like for like, cock-for-cock. Cock. Follow for follow. Yes. Um, but Wilcock, it, it's very difficult to 
respect anything he says anymore because now I'm going, oh, he's literally just mirroring Graham Hancock. He knows Graham Hancock. Right. He seems to have ruined his relationship with Graham Hancock very recently on Twitter when he was yeah. like shitting on him. And then Graham Hancock was like, well, fuck you, Wilcock. Yeah. I thought and wasn't you were... that before um, contact? Mm-hmm. Which is it was in March of this. It was March contact. of this year. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, but yeah, like Graham Hancock, he's the cock that puts in the work. Yeah. You know, Wilcock, I don't think he does. Yeah. Wilcock just did a bunch of tweets. He's about... a bi grow boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, Grant Cock Grant Hancock uses his hand for that jerking yeah. action. Get, get, he Wilcock, gets hard the old fashioned. Wilcock way. he just fucking juices up. Yeah, he he has he just tweeted about having dream uh, very lucid dreams recently and downloading information in his dreams, and that's what his followers are supposed to believe is his fucking truth. Is his right. fa- are his facts and stuff. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, man. Um, but he also had a bunch. Of, we talked about this on our Patreon episode this morning, but um. He also was kind of shitting on Tom DeLonge yet again. Right, so right, check right, out David right, Wilcox's right. tweets from the last few days um, since the whole uh, uh, since the since the government officially confirmed that the leaked uh, UFO videos from 2017 actually were leaked and they shouldn't right. have been leaked. So that's a big confirmation. Yeah. Nothing new facts about the UFOs themselves, but just yeah. that oh yeah, those are totally real. And they were leaked yeah. and pissed and leaked. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Wilcock is doing a lot of work for Hancock. Um, but again, I will say, doing our research on Graham Hancock has made the show more robust and enjoyable for me. Not like yeah. minute to minute, I'm enjoying it more because they're <laughs> again the episodes really are a slog in a lot of the times, you right, know. Right. It's, and so, like that's why I think Adventurous Ghosts, our other Patreon podcast about mm-hmm. ghost adventures. Is a, is a little more of a breath of fresh air because even though those can get dull, they're they're not presenting a shit ton of information that we're trying to pick apart. Yeah, it's just like describing visuals. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. it's like a it's a it's like a in the a moment, lighter version yeah. of this in terms right. of the workload it takes for us to talk about it. But, right, right, right. Uh, it's more just think about yeah, it. talking about their goofing and mm-hmm. what the hell they're doing in the moment to try and prove their muscles. fact. Yes, instead of these weird cut up yeah. scenes and yeah. narratives. We were worried about some competition. Uh, there was a uh, <laughs> there was a podcast called Bagans Boys. Yeah, or Bros. Bagans Boys. Sorry. That's the gay porn version. Exactly. Oh, it's Bagans Boys. We're Bacon Boys. Yes. Uh, but there's Bagans Bros. But they only went up to season three and bailed. Yeah. August of last year. So. Which we um, forgot. I, I meant to look like on Instagram or their Twitter or or listen to the show even. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think I could even find it. On Apple Podcasts only has Apple. one episode yeah, on the that's feed, what you're saying. so yeah, I yeah. think they deleted a lot of it. Which, to your point, I think you said maybe they got shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because their logo and the their fucking broy cool to positioning, say bacon, like well, and the fuck yeah, and the filter, even just the filter on the visual, like the 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 logo of the podcast, yeah. is a rip off of Ghost Adventures mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. So, not Ghost Adventures one, just Ghost Adventures two, exactly. Um, but uh, we should also we could watch in the future the return of Ghost Hunters, which was oh, kind of the original right. big show mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the bald dude and the meth head looking right, guy. Because right. now they're doing new episodes, so oh. which is kind of sad. It's like that show paved the way for Ghost Adventures, and but then it like fell that, off, and now because Ghost Adventures is so popular, now they're coming back. Yeah, well, that's what they always say is like to be an original is sometimes a bad thing because like. It's usually the second or third iteration of some original right. idea is the one that will actually Perfected. be successful and make money. Exactly. So being the the ones paving the way isn't always the best. Right. So someone else is going to come up with an alien, probing ancient aliens oh, uh, yeah. podcast. 
uh, sense of Hey, we're uh, Blowy and Beave. Yeah. <laughs> blowy and the Beave, and uh, we're talking about cunts and yeah. farts a lot. You yeah. Know? We, uh, you know, invert they're, they're assholes. They're two gay guys that make straight jokes all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and talk about jamming assholes in instead of prolapsing out. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. ripping the insides, like puncturing through the stomach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of coming out. Exactly. The back end. Yes. They're constipated <laughs> all the time. Bilbo back end. Yes. <laughs> now, how many blowdo am I going to get that? Blodo. <laughs> Now we're going to the gay porn version of uh, only <laughs> of our porn. yes yeah we should do a gay porn uh, breakdown version load of, of the, the rings show. load and of yes, the rings exactly. <laughs> cream of my shrinks uh, where women are on their period <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> I'm sick of teriyaki <laughs> um. meats back on their menu bars <laughs> it's just tampons <laughs> oh. oh boy. Um, they find like a bunch of hidden toilets. Yeah, <laughs> or they pull them out of the gay hobbits' assholes exactly. yep. that are somehow having a period. Yeah, I was gonna say or or a moment healing from yes raw Rips. dog. Yes, yeah. we're being on black raw, um, blackwriterraw.com. <laughs> Ripping in the terror. The Yaz Ghoul. <laughs> Yeah. Remember, I was the one that's like, oh, let's not waste too much time. I know, that's crazy. I was like, okay, so, let's yeah, keep going. going. Yeah. <laughs> this mithril top looks so tits. <laughs> so tits. <laughs> My God. Um, but, uh, yeah, we start off with uh, the question, as always, what is the subject of the show? What is a hidden pyramid? So yes. um, we start off in 1992 when London sailed the ocean blue. Um, 1992, in the Lopnur test range uh, outside of Alaska, uh, and a huge... Ex- they, they, they do one of those, like, like seismic explosion things underground right. to then get a sonar feedback right, kind of right. thing. And, a la Jurassic Park 1. Exactly, yes. Um, and they uncover that there is an underground pyramid shape outside of Anchorage, Alaska. So uh, this is covered up by the media. This guy named... Uh, Mutchler or Mulcher or something like that. He's a military guy whose dad apparently worked on that project. Like he was an electrical engineer who was taken underground in Alaska at an underground facility, Mm -hmm. an undisclosed facility, to study this pyramid down there. Um, And Linda Moulton Howe is on to kind of explain this whole thing. I love that joker, Linda. Nori is just on to go, well, yeah, the media didn't want anyone to know. Yeah. And there could be a pyramid. They're not letting anyone down to see down there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesse Ventura saw it. Yes. <laughs> Doom, Doomikin says he knows uh, a little hidden pyramid. It's when he's got a boner no one can see in his pants. <laughs> Yum lunch. And that thing has, uh, you know, an electrical, an electrically charged conduit yeah. with a zipper there. And, and when the zipper unleashes, then all sorts of energy comes spewing out of there. Exactly. Onto the world grid. When the when the blood engorges in there, that's when all the iron's there to really pick up the energetic flow. Blood and gore seeps yeah. out of the <laughs> penis or pyramid. That's yeah, very Hellraiser blood, style. Classic uh, kind of cannibal corpse. Yes. Uh, anyway, so um, apparently this pyramid could could generate like unlimited energy, uh, but his father was taken off of this is all the shit that he's uh, confiding into Linda Bolton Howe. And uh, apparently she's this like 
sought after fucking journalist or something now, about this kind of shit. Help me break it through. Because I guess she'll believe you, right? I guess like right. she's at least open to it. And so, but she comes off as such a crackpot compared to like Richard Dolan and right. some of those like MUFON well, guys she's and things just like that. All fucked up looking. Yeah, like it's a, yeah. It's, it's, she's a porn doc. She's a porn yeah, journalist, yeah. right? So. Um, she's still trying to look like she does in those images of the 70s when she has her little beret on and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she's like a very pretty lady. I'm like, just let yourself yeah, fucking age. Yeah, like, just yeah. let yourself age and you will look better. Let yourself fuck and yes. age. Yes. Come on, let's see those lips, Linda. Because that's the thing. Like, are you, are you trying to just get <laughs> fucked by young men because they're going to be scarred for life seeing yeah. those scars on your fucking exactly. cheeks? Like, it's fucking insane. Uh, we get our first David Wilcock drip here. And he says, I think the reason that it was covered up is that we would have had to rewrite the concept of human origins. That at some point, there was a global, industrialized civilization who had reached a technology level that was easily superior to our own. So he's talking about precursor race shit. Again, this yeah. is the Graham Hancock stuff that he, yeah. he really doubles down on this episode, or at least the editor does. We uh, zip over to the uh, Shanxi province. That could have been dangerous. Shanxi. I said zip, but I Uh-oh. didn't want to, you know. Um, and, uh, and the Great White Pyramid uh, that was seen by some Air Force pilot. Uh, and then uh, and there was another Air Force pilot saw another period there. Um, Childress uh, explains a little bit when he chimes in. He says, uh, what he claimed he saw was a huge pyramid in the valley. Uh, down in Dumakin's pants, uh, <laughs> with a gigantic crystal capstone zipper on the top of it. Uh, the only word not in there was zipper. But um, so basically, that there was a huge pyramid with a Luxor, a Las Vegas Luxor style, right? Uh, light, you know, like crystal yeah, thing surging on top. Up. How you can tell something is crystal from ten thousand feet in the air, I don't fucking know. Exactly. Other than maybe it's just shiny, but rock, obsidian rock can be shiny, like yeah. whatever. No, so. Um, um, uh, the, Chi- rock. the Chinese government denies that there are any period periods in any of their women. They are all always fertile. Yes. No. Uh, any pyramids of any no, kind, uh, uh, and and that those are burial mounds left by the Han Dynasty. And I was kind of like, so what? If they're, I mean, a mound and a pyramid, it's the same yeah. shaped thing. Um, but I mean, when you're talking about again the 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 businesses that Steve and I have worked for. The international segments of their business. Whenever they get into China, everything gets fucked up because yeah. the government is All weird and there. corrupt and this and that. It's very odd. So literally um, have to ship things, put them on a boat. Yes, put them enough miles offshore to bring them back into China so they can tax it mm-hmm. and then sell it in China. Exactly. Um, and and literally paying off government officials is just a part of your official budget. Like I'm not even kidding. Right. Um, but. Uh, uh, Wilcock tells you that you can really beat the Chinese government by going on Google Earth and seeing these pyramids, and that proves that they're pyramids. I'm like, I guess, but they, yeah. could, they could be I any mean, there, fucking... There's a squared-off nest to them and a man-made. Yeah, of course. But yeah, yeah. again, like we said, like just like uh, you know, a drumstick or something, what's inside, baby? Is it just all ice cream, yeah. or is there some caramel? A little is chocolate some delicious chocolate? Yeah. yeah. Because uh, if it's people just making a mound to live on it and work right. to produce them, that's one thing. But if it's exactly. hollow with chambers and, you know, right. built like that, then. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a religious pyramid or a cultural pyramid of some kind. Yeah. It totally could be. But seeing a shape from the sky is only step yeah. one. It doesn't prove it is what people say. Which it is. I was bouncing around a little bit in this episode. They didn't talk about the mound people of like the Midwest too much, right? No, no, not this. Which episode. is weird because it's like that's like literally North America right. pyramids, and they're like these are the mound people. You might have you might have porked out to tend to your your smoke yeah. uh, when they talked briefly about 
some pyramid structures in Rock Lake in Wisconsin yeah, under, well, underneath the water, but it, was, but it was very brief, like, in the wrap-up of the episode. Yeah, yeah, because there's, there's actually mounds they found in, like, mm. Missouri and other places like Hancock that. Hancock talks about those, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, was, I was expecting them to do that, right. and then they didn't. And it's, I, it makes me wonder, like, if they're just being lazy or, like, if they only wanted Hancock to talk about those things. Because they, they do, to be fair, tend to always give credit where credit's due. Like, they mm-hmm. all name, oh, this person, like, in this episode... Wilcox like, oh, this scientist went here and did this yeah. thing. And, of course, it's always the evidence that supports his claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just the evidence. But um, but they don't tend to try to, like – like, I'm not saying Wilcox is stealing from Hancock. It's right, just right. that he's doing the same work that Hancock would be better for mm-hmm. since he's the real expert and kind yeah, of the progenitor yeah. of all that that side of things. Um, and uh, this is where we uh, – wow. Get the, re- the, the return of the Bosnian badass of – so he's the literally called the Bosnian Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, he has a cool little mohawk on his head there. Um, and he is talking about how we've, if you want to go back and watch, and, and I think uh, uh, Mysterious Structures was the episode he might have premiered on. I'm, I can't be sure. Um, but it's literally clips from that episode. Even the interview clip is from those at least older episodes where he was kind of the star of that segment. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, at least they have something different. He goes, he goes, you know, they tell us that the pyramids were only built in Egypt and Mexico. Wrong. Yeah. They are built on all six continents. Now, I kind of agree with that yeah. because it is the simplest architectural, ar- architectural evolution to build anything high. Yeah. Is... At big least, to small. Yeah, you start off with the big platform, so for stability reasons, and you can climb up to the next step and build there on the platform you built. And yeah. You're making a new foundation each way yeah. you go up. And, of course, there's hollow stuff and everything, too. But uh, it is the most logical way. Because, again, going from stacking rocks, eventually you, you probably could stack rocks in a straight thing. But, no, when you have odd-shaped rocks, they will yeah. all at least settle sideways a little bit whereas if you try to build a a uh, rectangular yeah yeah, vertical square or rectangle shape there they can't hold everything in you need something to to like stabilize them right so yeah yeah. um, so a pyramid is just like the most primitive form of building something tall it'll nest organically exactly now i used to play nesticle a lot which was a a nintendo and nes uh, emulator Mm -hmm. and i played lots of japanese only release games on that okay (laughs) (laughs) um but uh uh, jason martell is on for no reason it says the same exact thing as osmonagich um he has not brought anything of value at all maybe ever petered out like yes exactly at our first alien con last year i was like oh cool there he is like maybe he's got some stuff in the shows but like as as these shows progress and we've seen him and just watch him, he just yeah he's not really bringing no anything to the table. Yeah. He's just like he's not bringing that bleach blonde shit. hair to yeah. the, you know. So I want that blue blazer, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we we move on to the next segment here where we go to Peruvian pyramids. I was thinking we were going to talk about the same shit. You got to Peruve here. it or lose it. There we go. Um, the Peruvian grounds. Uh, we go to the Lambayaki region of Peru, and in 1988, an explorer, that was his credit that he was given, an explorer named Thor Heerdahl, which is, that's a great explorer name, uh, determined that there were man-made pyramid shapes uh, yes. uh, under the mountain there, because it looked like a bunch of kind of just eroded rocks yeah. and canyons and stuff, bacon canyons, really. Yeah, well, and there's some man yes, uh, exactly. as well. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yes! Oh, there's a little yes. feminine guys down there. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, this this group of people 
called the Sinak people, I believe, or Sikhan people. Yeah. Um, Sikhans, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, they might have been the most prolific, numerous. Their numerosity of pyramid building might have been the most of any culture. Mm-hmm. They were known to have built, like, possibly, if their estimates are right, like over 350 pyramids. It's like 250 yeah, yeah. in this one valley alone. And it, they're all buried now, and then a bunch of others in these various valleys, valleys, valleys in the region, um, which would have been Valley Girl, but I didn't yeah. Valerie Girl because ah. <laughs> Valerie is a Valley Girl name for yeah. sure. But um, Val, we get a lot of Cockney Collins on this episode. Doesn't say a lot of interesting stuff, but he does call in the air tonight uh, and says, uh, "Now these people were known as the Sakan people, and they were obsessed with pyramid building and built over." 250 in this valley alone. And it would seem that the stories of these people, they felt that they had to do this. They were compelled to do this because they felt the world would quite literally, literally, <laughs> had to, Joey had to correct they me. Had there. to fuck them off. The world would quite literally come to an end. So this is like a, Win- a Winchester, like Lady Winchester thing. For those mm-hmm. that don't know, the Winchester house in the Bay Area is the wife of the guy that started Winchester Guns. Yeah. And she believed that her fa- that her husbands and, and therefore herself and her house were cursed because though their guns, their business Won had, the West. had had yeah cost the lives of so many thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. And so all of these ghosts that she would see, according to her, told her the good ones anyway, if you don't keep building and adding on to this house for your whole life the evil ghost will find you and take you away. Like, the demons yeah. will take yeah, you yeah. away. So she has, like, staircases that go nowhere. So yeah. the ghost would be running up and then have nowhere to go right. and just lose her. So, yeah. Even though she's ghosts can go through walls and exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, but then they say, like, there's other reasons why she did that. Yeah. So I think that, I don't know. Yeah. That Because that's what I was heard. Yeah, she was, like, haunted by the the, the ghosts who were there to yeah. terrorize her for all of the people who lost their lives for exactly. their weapons. So she built everything fucked up. The but Ghost Adventures like, crew goes back to that house not once, but twice. So they do like an early one, like in season two or three, yeah. and then they go back again oh. later on. I've driven by that house a million times. Sarah, I think, is my wife has I've done been the there. tour like yeah, two or three tour. times, I think. Oh. So. I did it like once, maybe like 20 years yeah. ago. If we're something. ever up there, we should we should do that for a little, little ghost Yeah, because I used to do, when I would do Cape and Cow Collectibles, the San Jose Super Toy Show, mm-hmm. and I'd drive up and down the 101, and you literally drive. Right. Past it it's right next to the freeway. Time. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah. It's like right off the freeway, like a yeah. like a dead just or south something. of San Jose. Yeah, um, they go into the math of how many people it would have taken just to mold the bricks and do all this stuff, and uh, they have this guy Rob Simone on for some reason. He's an mm-hmm. author. It literally says author the Epic of Gilgamesh, and I'm like, which is funny because he did not obviously write the eleven thousand year old Sumerian right. Epic of Gilgamesh. But he must have written a book about it called The Epic of... Like, maybe he just Interpretation wrote, wrote, or I don't know. Yeah. But he is clearly an ancient astronaut theorist. Mm-hmm. And he literally... For some reason, they have him on. I don't know why. To just literally summarize the entire allure of ancient astronaut theory. So I thought it was worth putting down. But he says... He literally goes... Now, if they had help to... I don't know how he talks or whatever. It's just normal. He's like, if they had help to build these pyramids... It would solve a lot of problems in trying to understand how a civilization could mount such a daunting enterprise. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's the whole, it's the God of Gaps thing, right? Anything right. you can't explain, it was aliens. Yeah, That's the fallacy that, that they're going under, but it's also the alluring thing of like, 
God, if we could just if we could just say that they had alien help, yeah, it would everything would make sense. Super like, easy. That's yeah. the, literally the reason this podcast exists because we don't accept that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the Sakan people were apparently around from 750 AD to the 1350s. So about a f- uh, what is that? A five six hundred year reign. Um, and uh, I made it rain for six hundred years. Yeah. Um, and they disappeared like so many Mesoamerican and South American cultures did probably through disease or yeah. they morphed into another culture or whatever mm-hmm. um there's lots of bird man images uh from cartoon network yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh from old warner brothers or cartoons. Uh, what's the uh, movie with michael keaton yes exactly yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah uh, there's there's and there's they're holding this little golden man statue this oscar statue next to it um yeah. but yeah. uh <laughs> but yeah the fact that they go into Birdmen for a long time again and they go into how Birdmen were depicted. They have this guy, Rob Simone, on again. He's like, you know, Birdmen were depicted uh, uh, to always, always, always um, uh, uh, illustrate some human, some being that could come from the sky. Um, and so you think they'd have, like, you know, mile-high penises if they could come from the yes. sky. You know what I mean? Or be floating up there and just dropping loads. Oh, there's beef. their beef was floating. <laughs> <laughs> beef eating. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, and then they go into fucking how there's... Jep- there's the Tengu men and there's the the bird men in Egyptian religion and all this and not all of them but the Anunnaki that's they like to sh- only show the handful of ones with w- the Anunnaki with wings let alone like the ones with face like bird faces that don't always have wings on them too right but uh, they try to depict all of them as having wings and they don't um, but they go into they go back to a little uh, Anunnaki hole here and they talk because this is all now about because bird men were in this Sakan culture and they were the the craziest pyramid builders. That must mean it was the Anunnaki that came to them and asked. I'm like, but if the Anunnaki, according to their theory, uh, as Childress chimes in and asks here, he goes, is it possible that these Anunnaki were coming to Peru and instructing them to build these pyramids? Um, And then Sukes agrees and and says, you know, that indicates to me that not only were they not isolated cultures, because he's like, he's mentioned these fucking cultures over here had, had birdmen and these had birdmen over here. And he goes, but they were visited by the same people, visitors, choo-choo, from the sky. Because <laughs> I can't, Joey can't confidently yeah. whistle like that. On, com- <laughs> on command. I guess, I guess you can. Uh, and the only way our ancestors could make sense of it is by fitting them with wings. Because um, that's how they thought of flight and whatever. Right. I'm like, so. Okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what else is everywhere across every culture? Birds. Yeah. Birds are on all six continents all fit around bids. the world. <laughs> These bitmojis. Yeah. Now, they should have Fitbitmojis that are all workout related, Be right? Fitting and sticking. Because then, then all the Instagram sluts, male and female, whoa, whoa, whoa. could put their uh, thoughts, Joey, yeah, not yeah, sluts. Yeah. Okay. Don't slut uh, shame. <laughs> uh, pigs, Joey. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, uh, they could put their own Fitbit emojis next to them in their same positions while they're working out and yeah. stuff, or clapping and saying "Yeah, it's queen" or things. Did like you, that. So one of the things going around for that uh, storm area fifty one, I forgot yes, was yeah, yeah. Uh, clap alien cheeks. <laughs> so someone wrote a thing where I was like, "Yeah, you know, we were gonna go into area fifty one. Uh-huh. We were gonna da, 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 we were gonna clap some alien che- and then come out and clap some alien yes. cheeks." <laughs> Which clap cheeks Ugh, means fuck, because exactly. then their ass cheeks are slapping. So what I fucking means, hate. Let's fuck some aliens. Yeah. <laughs> what I hate the most. Yeah, it's crazy how quickly it was like we're all gonna go fuck aliens on this thing. Yeah, yeah. The thing that I hate the most about this Area 51 thing is that the Naruto, the Naruto run thing right, has become yeah. 
the main image, and I can't fucking unsee it. And I fucking hate Naruto yeah. and the like. I like oh, it's oh, always God. been a part of it because they're gonna like we anime run and Naruto run. And, in and that's the thing; it's it's an out. anime run. It's not a Naruto run, yeah, but it's just yeah. that they just did it all the fucking time in that stupid show. But anyway, um, uh, speaking of anime, we go into Asian pyramids in this next segment. So we we travel back to Yonaguni, Japan, and the Yonaguni Pyramid. That is a huge ziggurat structure under the water, a hundred and so feet under the water. Um, they talked about this like 10 seasons ago in the Underwater Worlds episode. Right. Uh, Graham Hancock heavy episode, cock heavy episode. Uh, it is gnarly, and clearly it is man-made. Like, there's yeah. no there is no doubt in my mind that this place was clearly man-made. It's like, it's like looking at Gobekli Tepe and saying, oh, yeah, the the Earth carved out those animal fucking carvings and right, right, perfectly. Right. It's like, no, like, this is in, this is like, this is like, I think, one of the biggest inspirations for how the precursor race architecture in the Assassin's Creed series looks. Mm, it's mm-hmm. just like, it's very angular, very slight black, lots of like diagonal lines cut into things. Yeah. So kind of alien looking, but most like it still has a very just like. But a man-made feel at least. Exactly, yeah. yes. Um, and so uh, uh, this is heavy Hancock shit. Uh, I, I don't have any argument here other than it shows why the show Ancient Aliens can be a little dangerous for people that aren't as critical as we are or you listeners might be because they will put an example like this, which is 100% man-made. You can see it. There's no denying it. 100% man-made. Yeah. And they'll equate that to something else like Atlantis Mm -hmm. that is just as true to them. And I'm like, no, like there's no proof for Atlantis. There's apocryphal Story-based evidence. Something happening over there? I just thought I heard something smashing. Yeah. Once in a while, Steve, I can't see behind me, obviously. Yeah. None of us can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless you're <laughs> unless you're some fucking freak. Right. Um, but sometimes Steve looks at the rest of his house behind me over my shoulder, and his eyes go, like, worried. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is coming up behind <laughs> me? I just thought I heard something at the door, which I was looking at the reflection off the TV. I, see. I would see the door. the door. Exactly, which is yeah. why I thought you would have. <laughs> like Ooh. when the, the Domino's Pizza Man. Yeah. Uh, came with, yeah. uh, with Night Beacon's uh, cookie brownie for exactly because yes. Night Beacon said, "Hey, there's an old lady who lives here. Please pound yeah. extra hard on the door." <laughs> Scared the Just fuck, to fuck out of us because yeah. we were talking about serial killers and stuff mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, that too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, oh, it's it's always scary when him. they're uh, that's the noise. Oh Jesus, uh, <laughs> not Jesus, Matt. Yeah, um, but uh, it's always off. it's always scary when they take something clear here like this and then equate it to very ephemeral nebulous pieces of evidence so don't get fooled by something as clear as the yonaguni pyramid yes um and something like atlantis or the fucking nazca lines or things like that so mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh we get a shockwave here by robert shock the geologist and he says you know at the end of the last ice age the sea levels would have been 300 feet lower so this pyramid would have been on dry land. So nothing revolutionary, but just remembering, yeah. you know, because this is a perfect example of a Graham Hancockian yeah. younger dry ass uh, uh, theory where mm-hmm. um, there's huge cataclysms, especially in North America, that caused, really caused the end of the Ice Age. They caused yeah, the yeah. sea levels to heat up and the ice to melt. Sea levels now rose where they used to be up, up to 300 feet lower. Right. And 300 feet of sea level, I mean, you can go on for miles of coastline at a slow grade, yeah. Before you hit all three hundred feet, right? right so right, right. I think around here you can go inland like fucking a mile or two miles and a half, and you're only sixty feet above sea level. I mean, it all mm-hmm. depends on the grade, but f- 
for me it was always a plus. Yeah. Straight, <laughs> um, straight up. But uh, but anyway, um, just to keep that in mind. So we go back to um, uh, oh sorry, they then mentioned the lost continent of Mu, and they go pretty heavy on this. And, and Childress has written about Mu in multiple of his books. So basically, the, the Lost Continent of Mu is a large, ovular continent that connects all the Polynesian cultures and islands. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like it's smack dab in the middle of the South Pacific, and it basically goes from like Hawaii all the way to fucking Indonesia. Tahiti. And so, yeah. a huge, just globular piece of land. Um, and uh, which is, I mean, it's cool. Like, I can't say no to this because no one has just gone down and like, we haven't Google Earthed and seen right, it. Right, right, right. Um, but no one's really done, I think, any satellite imagery for it because it's one of those things where it's like ah you're a fucking idiot you believe in the lost continent of moo you're a indiana jones style you must be montana's indiana jones or something right 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 um but uh so no one's looked for it totally possible i mean again there's sunken fucking continents and shit all over or islands all over the world so yeah yeah. um but uh they say that how that could have linked you know the easter island with the polynesian islands and how the cultures are all very similar around there and yada yada yeah yeah uh, they go back to Ganong Padong for a very long time. This is the huge uh, bath salt where I, I keep thinking right. children saying bath salts. Yeah, um, smoke them. Yeah, feel the, good. And and so, but instead of Childress, for the first time, they don't have him talking about Ganong Padong. They have Cockney Collins talking about it a lot. So, yeah. um, we do get a shockwave as well. And he says, uh, he goes, this site goes back to an incredible twenty thousand or so years, and that's pretty crazy because they've done core samples and things like that and say that the carbon dating of all the fucking cores goes back at least uh, uh, 20,000 years, which would kind of be before the Ice Again. Age was happening, too. Precursor rains. Yes, exactly. And uh, <laughs> um, But yeah, they have Connie Collins just explaining all the basics about Ganong Padong for like two minutes again. Childress has done that a thousand fucking times in this yeah. episode or on the show. He did it in his presentations, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. both presentations at Contact and in Alien at AlienCon. Uh, a few weeks apart. Um, it is an interesting site, but feel free to go look it up. Now, yeah. the the most interesting thing is that they, they haven't gone into before is that this could have been uh, another Sonkin continent, a Sonkin right, right. city. Um, it could have been the height of a culture on um, an area or surrounding Java in the ocean uh, of coffee. No, of uh, uh, of land called Sundaland, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Sundaland or something. Yeah. And so that w- there was apparently a huge landmass that is now sunken, and only the the tip of Ganong Padong that we're seeing now with all Just this basalt that. and stuff yeah. is what's left. So, um, and this is where I wrote this episode really should have been have had more Graham Hancock in this. But uh, we now go back to buried Egyptian pyramids. We've talked about this before, especially with Rami Romani, uh, especially in our 2018 Alien Con. Uh, recap of his presentation where he was just all of them that year were just going crazy over how lidar and satellite imaging technology yep. has helped us to and will help us to find nice. structures that are buried under the earth without going blindly or fairly blindly and possibly destroying you know an- yeah, shit yeah. from antiquity because that's always the big risk is like you can't just fucking dig here it's yeah. it's holy land or when whatever you can't just break apart this stuff and it explodes right. the wall exactly yeah. so um, anyway, there are likely dozens, if not hundreds, more pyramids buried under the sand than just what's in the uh, under the Giza Plateau or at the Giza Plateau. 
uh, and Rami returns and says, you know, we've only uncovered. And I'm doing when he's like norm when he's not in presentation mode, he just has this voice like right, this, right, you know, right. the classic Egyptian learned from when English he was people. Presenting, he was yes. sunken down in his seat in, in the Valley of the Kings, very yes. low <laughs> down, and talking about Khufu. I put the load oh. down. All kinds of the shit, because you white bitches all want a piece of this hairy, yes. hairy chest. Because I am African, too, never forget. You know, <laughs> my dick, not too bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he says, we've only uncovered less than one-third of ancient Egypt. Um, so he go- he goes on about LiDAR and how amazing yeah. it is. Uh, back in 2010, he was like one of the first guys to do this. And so uh, the team that he was working with saw like they, they took some satellite images after a huge rainfall in some right. desolate area of the Sahara Desert. And uh there was the way that the rain was soaking up and evaporating was like less yeah. less in the center and more on the edges, meaning the rain had like gone down more yeah. and like and it thicker. soaked up around it. The yeah. water was thicker there. Exactly. Not deeper. Um but Wider. uh uh, he then makes kind of a pyramid shape with his hands like this, yeah. Gets and it made us yeah. horny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, everything got fucked up by the revolution that happened in 2010. Yeah. So the search was halted. But he believes there are 17 uh, more possible pyramids that he and that team have found shapes for in the satellite images. Yeah, just so, throwing some shapes. Yeah. He's like, he's like, more than a hundred kings were building pyramids all the way through the Middle Kingdom. So like, yeah. that's a very long period. And if hun- if a hundred kings were building multiple pyramids, there's a whole shit ton that we haven't found. And I think the Middle Kingdom right. is before the the, the kingdom final. that we know of, uh, the latest kingdom in Egypt. And right, then right, there right. was an even earlier kingdom as yeah. well. So um, they have this great like shitty little CG shot of a plane <laughs> with like a red laser fan underneath oh, God, it, yeah. and it's flying over we the can earth. Find all sorts of times. And he's saying like, yeah, they're saying like, yeah, with lidar technology, you can. And it's like showing all these little pyramids pop up on like on an island. It looks like a little old Final Fantasy gamer yeah, flying yeah. in an airship over, and these little things are just popping up out of the water and popping yeah. up out of islands and shit like that. Because like you can find them in the jungle, yeah, on an island, yeah, at a Taco Bell, yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, but still, at least it's illustrating. Hey, if we can just start scanning the ground this way, we can yeah. find more shit. So, and as Graham Hancock said. Uh, that lidar shit, and then the and the unfortunate fucking cutting down of the rainforest to make yeah. swaths of farmland so we can go soybeans, so we can feed cows, so we can have all have fucking hamburgers. So, that's what's uncovering uh, Mayan and Incan pyramids in the right. rainforest that we couldn't see before because the growth yeah. was just so insane there it covered them up. So, um, uh, oh, the ancient astronaut theorists, of course, don't agree that pyramids were. No one's saying they're simple. We were saying in terms of architectural evolution, they are the most efficient way right. without crazy modern tech to build a standing structure that gets taller and that's taller big. and taller yeah. that's also strong. So, um, But, of course, they're all – this is one of those times where they're giving them too much credit and not just going, well, yeah, like that was yeah. the best way to – you know, again, hollowing out the pyramid and having shafts and court, that's fucking insane. Right, like right, it's right. still cra- To build it up that much because yes. that's from the ground up. Exactly. Or if you're taking – existing land right. and just modifying it that's another thing right um yeah how they fucking suspend it you know they because they had to build pillars and things that were now going to suspend the future ceiling which might not be there for five more yeah. years when you're it's all this crazy planning and stuff but uh but they in 2014 or whenever that was they found the fucking parchments that were the plans for the great pyramid yeah. and uh and it, it took a lot of the mystery away so uh showing again similar to this 
showing how the Nile was way more flooded at that time, and mm-hmm. shit, it showed ships coming in and bringing these giant straight blocks up straight up to the fucking edge of where the Giza Plateau is, not over, you know, two miles of desert fucking right, sand, right, right. you know, so... Uh, anyway, uh, they compare the structures of lots of cross-cultural pyramids around the world, and I'm like, and, and so we get a sukhler. He says something has to be said about the striking similarities between, and then it's literally in. He says two pyramids, but he you could say insert X pyramid and insert Y pyramid there. And yeah. He could make any two pyramids, and I said, yeah, like you said, it's because it's math. A pyramid wouldn't yeah. be a pyramid unless it was pyramid shaped, right? And right, there right. is only one type of pyramid shape, whether it's triangular or or quintological or quadruple, yeah. or whatever. And how you get to that? It's still yeah. a three dimensional triangle right. shape ish shape of some kind. Right, so, right, right. Uh, and we get to the shape of pyramids here. So, and it's really pyramids as power places and right. and literally as pulsating shafts, literally as pulsating shafts of electric. Boner energy. No. Uh, they go into a few UFO sightings. BDE. From, <laughs> from uh, uh, IRL. Uh, they go into a few UFO sightings about uh, from World War II about how the pat and this one guy tracks the pat, this Air Force guy tracked the pattern of their flight path and how they seem to follow a grid pattern. Yeah. He partnered with some software engineer to create what is now known as the Grid Point Atlas. So basically mapping out the world grid, the electromagnetic lines that crisscross the planet. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree that this this exists. And although, they're gonna make you want to jump, jump. Yes, exactly. crisscross. Mm-hmm. Make you want to. Uh, I I know that when I go to a power place and I'm, I put on my overalls, but I wear them backwards, and I put one strap down, I can feel the energy yeah. in the buckles of my Oshkosh bagosh even more. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like the world grid, like again, you can feel these things. I don't know how complete this world grid mapping is. He got a software engineer to then, I think, predict where the where it was, and I'm like, you can't do that. You yeah. have to like, you got to go measure it and shit, you know. So, um, anyway, I don't, I don't disbelieve that magnetic fields obviously exist. I mean, as we talked about on our uh, um, uh, recap of our David Omen House yeah. uh, paranormal investigation on closet knowledge, I was the one feeling all of these weird magnetic pulls that made my body all kind of fucked up and yeah. woozy. Which, of course, humans back then would feel these places, too, especially when they're at a grander level than that. Right. You know? React hard. And they would build something there to say, oh, the gods are telling me something here. Um, but uh, anyway, Linda Moulton Howe is on talking about how the pyramids are kind of looping back to the Alaska pyramid, the under under the Alaskan, <laughs> under the Tuscan sun, the Alaskan <laughs> sun pyramid, and how they're these energy antennas. Their shape literally channels energy up. Yeah. Uh, they could bring uh, free energy forever or something. Um, they don't explain how that's possible, but that they were there to channel the Earth's energy. And I'm like, then why don't they do it anymore? Now, surprisingly, the episode's last segment literally is like, so why doesn't it work anymore? Yeah. And they go into that. They don't answer it well. But uh, Wilcock, for some reason, explains how the science behind how all of these, pow- these pyramids are at these uh, energy uh, grid or yeah, world grid energy points. And then when they're in the pyramid, it creates this vortex, you know, spiraling energy. And that's what's at the center of the pyramid and whatever. And then they have the guy, this creepo dude that looks like a little frog Italian man. Yeah, yeah. He's the writer of a book called Pyramid Power. So, of course, he's going to be the scientist that justifies this. But he's like, I went into uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza and it had a 1.2 volt energy reading. Outside of the area, it was only 0.8. And I'm like... Great. Right. That's like nothing. Like I I don't understand. I think that your natural uh I think your natural outlets at home are a one ten volt outlet Mm -hmm, (laughs) or something. mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
how how is this tiny bit of energy somehow supposed to power craft and things like that? Right, Again, right, why right. isn't that working anymore? So um, not not an interesting point at all. Excuse me. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. This also isn't just an ancient astronaut theory thing. We could just be studying the geomagnetic fields of the Earth um, as a geologist anyway. I, right, I think there's right. like a – it's like geomagnetists. Or like they study all that shit too. Yeah. But um, that author at the beginning, Rob Simone, is on to state how the pyramids were basically an early power internet. They were the early Tesla towers uh, that created a power a power conduit, a wireless set of power energy – you know, culling the earth nor natural energy and yeah. connecting each I'm like, okay, so connected. Yeah. Connected in a committee. Yeah. Um, Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then they ask, why don't they work anymore? Um, they don't have they don't they don't answer this at all. Yeah. They're like, what so what happened to all this power and blah blah blah. So they then go into how in two thousand eight it was found that some of the stone blocks uh, from the Great Pyramid of Giza have um, uh, marine fossils in them. So indicating that the rock was carved from mountains that were once underwater with marine fossil mm -hmm. life, uh, or that the pyramids themselves were underwater. Now, I would think that a geologist or a, or a paleontologist would be able to answer that very easily. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a difference between a, a natural strata that had formed by pyramids built as they are, being underwater for so long that animals fossilized in the side right. of their rock yeah. compared to what it would look like being pulled from various spots from a mountain somewhere yeah. with marine fossils from 200,000 years ago. When so it was I'm like, actually underwater. I don't think the math, yeah. yeah, I don't think the math, because Graham Hancock never said, and he, I mean, I don't think also it would be wrong to think, hey, if there was ancient civilizations, to, uh, you know, 15,000 years ago, why not 200,000? I don't know. Right, right, right. You know, How far back do you want to go? Things just keep yes. getting older, as his favorite yes. tweet keeps going, as he shares stories about that. But still, this is a very I, – I feel like, this, like the study of these stones could be – they didn't do it justice. They're like, yeah. yeah, there's marine fossils, so they must have been underwater. I'm like, okay, I guess it's an interesting premise. But uh, Wilcox drips and says, uh, some say that a great flood did in fact happen, that it was real. Then they have Rabbi Zadok – and a bunch of other clips from the Great Flood episode just a couple episodes ago. And we're not going to go into that because you can just go back and listen to that. But they go into the biblical flood again and how the fucking bad aliens were, or the good aliens right. were trying to kill the bad aliens and all this stuff. Um, they didn't have any uh, um, Von Danik in this episode, which I was right, surprised right, at right. too. But uh, it, it reeks of, like I, I said, I wrote down, it seems like they're trying to have like a central theme this season. Like they're trying to tie back a lot in a in an overt way as opposed to a lazy way, mm -hmm. but to me it just reeks of not being confident in your information. Like because right. if your viewers are watching this week to week, they will remember those things, or you can just briefly mention it or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not go into another one to two minute segment about it, and so. But when you're not respecting your viewers, and you're acting like your show is only caught once in a while, oh, I'll watch this fucking weird show. Yeah. That just shows you're not really confident in your content, which is weird. So um, this is where Wilcock drips again. It's getting pretty wet below him there. And he says, uh, researcher Fran Joseph, that's a very interesting there name. There you go. Uh, has found at least 10 pyramid-shaped structures be beneath Rock Lake in Wisconsin. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the uh, and then they go into like how they were a bunch of stat they. They show a diagram of a scuba diver in front of them and how right. this and how the sonar says it was shaped. 
But then they literally show that it was all these like river rocks stacked up in a mound like pyramid. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how do you know that from sonar? All you right. can tell is a shape, not individual pieces or whatever, too. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway, it's it, that's kind of interesting. But I just wish it wasn't ancient astronaut theorists talking about that yeah, part of yeah. it. And again, why didn't they go more into the truly hidden pyramids? In America, because they've alluded to this a lot, and Graham Hancock has too. Yeah, up in like Lake Erie or somewhere, somewhere on the Canadian border up there, there's that fucking mass. There's all these obelisks and pyramids right, and right, shit right. out there too, which is insane. But you know, yeah, it's a thing. It is what it is. Uh, Childress chimes in again and says, "You know, but the government has gone out of their way to cover up that these are pyramids, and they won't give you a straight answer. They'll give me a gay answer, but not a straight one. Yeah, um, yes. Uh, they don't want you to make this connection that." We have pyramids in this country, and they're connected to pyramids all over the world. So, again, saying that, like, what's the government scared of? Is it, like we talked about in our Patreon-exclusive episode mm-hmm. of Probing Deeper this morning, uh, which we posted sometime before the end of the month, uh, that there's a, like, you were talking about that Netflix documentary yeah. um, called The Family, and it's about this yeah. Christian infiltration in the government, basically. Right. And it's a shadow group that nobody even knows who the leader of it is. But well, trying they to, know, but they he doesn't. Put himself forward exactly, yeah. and so and how they're going around the world to third world countries mm-hmm. to create new Christians, basically, yeah. and make sure that the world is more of a Christian world than not. Yeah. Well, and use it to control their government, right? And then and that goes to what Richard Dolan and the other guys on that panel at um, Alien Con, and you can listen to our Alien Con 2019 extravaganza for that, where they talked about the only he's like he's like the only guys that are really against this stuff is sadly the evangelical Christians, because they believe right. it's demonic. They believe it'll change things too much for their world order and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. So very interesting. But yeah. um, I don't really understand why the government would be scared. I mean, other than what Linda Moulton Howe kind of says at the end. She, and she, she, she wraps up the episode in saying, are we really living in a time where the government is seeing the underground pyramids as these energy producers as a threat, and it's a threat to reveal them to the American public? I mean... I hope we're not living in that world. I hope yeah. we can reveal these pyramids and give free energy to the... And it's like, okay, okay. I would understand that if the pyramids worked like they did. And maybe right. maybe the answer is all the pyramids got to be turned on or it won't work. I'm right, like, that's right, horse right. shit. That you can't, you can't, the, the Earth's energy is fuck. And now, now I'm doing work for people that might ask me a question or something. But yeah. the, the Earth's energy is on all the time. Why the fuck... Are these pyramids still not generating things? Because right, right. according to, as far as I know, even when like the magnetic poles shift, that doesn't mean like that energy grid would shift either. Mm-hmm. They would swap, but it'd be like equal, yeah. whatever. So I don't know. But anyway, I mean, yeah, that's I'm, I'm. It's a fair question, I guess, that she asked. But I'm struggling to respect these guys anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really hard to find the bright spots, as the new fucking work term is. Uh, uh, it's really hard to find those bright spots among these, where it's just like. You guys aren't asking. Yeah, you guys aren't asking questions no okay. more. Uh, they're not really asking questions anymore. They're just like Sukolo said in his in an evening with Suk- was it an evening with Sukolos? Some or a visit with a visit Sukolos. with Sukolos where he was like he was like as soon as season one was over we got those skeptics out of there on the Cap- show poo. and it's like yeah. No, you want the skeptics on the show right, to right, have right. these because it's like now it just proves you have to that have enough skepticism. Yeah. Exactly, it it proves that, and they still do a decent job sometimes of asking those questions. But I think he meant more that they're not having them on camera as much. Right, right, right. Like right. the true skeptics that are just yeah, like, yeah. no, this is bullshit. Um, but because uh, even yeah, I remember like season one, it was like no, I don't believe this was aliens, but it could be. And so they had that like right. overt skepticism on there. I guess is his point. But still, it would be a better show if they had more skepticism and they were actually answering 
tough critical questions with at least some yeah. evidence, but they know they can't. It's just not it's not ready yet. Right, it's not sexy. Yeah. So um, but yeah, uh, 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 that's pretty much it for Hidden Pyramids. Um, this will be going up. I don't know. Monday. Begin. This is. Is this this Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And this will be Monday going up we'll Monday record. the twenty third. That's my mommy's birthday. Mm-hmm. And then Monday night we'll be recording for the following week's episode, which will be like the 29th or thirtieth episode. And uh, and then we'll have a Patreon peak of some kind for you for the first week of October. Did we ever launch the? Uh, Closet knowledge, the third one, in the actual feed. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. We have, we and we have adventurous too. ghosts we can yeah. release too. So, um, but uh, I mean, we could even do, maybe because it's relevant. Maybe we could even do if I, if it's okay with the patrons there, we can even do the one we recorded today as that one from a couple weeks. So there's at least some exclusivity. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, we have a lot to choose from. So yeah, there's like at least sixteen or eighteen pieces of content if you join our Patreon now. They're like full podcast. Yeah. Uh, that you've never heard except for two, I think, on our main feed. So, right. um, but uh, yeah, go back to the Patreon peak of Adventurous Ghosts if you want to hear that show on the Probing Ancient Aliens free feeds. Here we released that I think four four to six weeks ago at some point, um, and then uh, we do probing deeper like we did with the unidentified show today. Yeah. We review or talk about something else in the ancient aliens yep. conspiracy UFO world, the so whole deal, adjacent yeah. world. So, um, anyway, other than that. Uh, Follow, Follow us on, on social media, media at Probing Aliens, Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens, Aliens on Facebook and Instagram. Listen to Beer Their Drunk Vax, our beer related, craft beer related podcast that'll be coming back soon after our trip to Euro Trash Bill. Uh, and uh, that's on the Beer Their Drunk Vax feed, the Japanese yeah. podcast. Uh, you can follow Beer Their Drunk Vax PC on Instagram, Beer Their Drunk Vax on Facebook. And make sure to follow that account because I'm sure I'll be posting some stuff from Europe, some stories and things. We're yes. at Oktoberfest yes. in München. Uh, other than that, uh, twitch.tv slash probingancientaliens, patreon.com slash probing probingancientaliens. Please tell your friends about the show, review us, give us five stars, and subscribe to the podcast. It helps us out quite a bit. Bye! Bye.